For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I am your hunk. I'm Doge and... You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Junkster? Nice. And I'm Carter. If your mom pisses you off, you don't want to bite her chunk off. <laughs> hey, remember a second ago when you said you're the hunk? Who? You. you oh, did. me. Why'd you do it? Hey, hunky boy. Um, it's because we are recording this episode very late into the eve, and it's Spook City here. Yeah, we've done this before. Spook City population, the two chunks, it boys. It is very scary in this warehouse that we are in to record uh, where the murders happened years and yeah. years ago. I think we've talked about this before. I think maybe during, during Do You Believe in Magic, we recorded some Two Chunks nights. It's just very spooky at night. Like this this kind of like shared workspace, big warehouse environment feels like a really like horror movie, horror video game. Big like, time. That's but just what it is. I'm the hunk because a piece of acoustic paneling <laughs> fell off the wall and scared me <laughs> literally to death. Hey, tell them about your heartbeats. You got proof, dude. Uh, how many a, of those heartbeats did you have? Uh, I checked my watch and my <laughs> Heartbeat jumped like 30 BPM <laughs> in the span of that one second. <laughs> We're just ready. So at any moment... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of editing for this one. Just, say, just know that the whole time we're screaming. talking, we're like on the edge of our seat. Like every muscle we're clenching because it is so spooky. So all of our last just be like, ha, 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 yeah, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> but really we're crying. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sheen. Oh Michael Sheen. Happy birthday. Oh. Michael Mean? Michael Mean. <laughs> okay. I think this is a day of celebration. Do Personally. You? Well, yeah. Tell me why. The darkness of this area, literal darkness of the area outside of Casa de Chunk. It's it's like when Gandalf walked through Moria with mm. light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because guys, this is the last time we have to talk about this series. But yeah. oh my, how Dawn high is the mountain truly is breaking. to climb. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the movie that we're talking about in this one is called The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. Dish, will you give me a synopsis? <laughs> the Californians. <laughs> you guys heard of that? That's, Saturday Night Live is so good. Dude, Saturday Night, it's probably my favorite way to spend a Saturday night on NBC. Um, <laughs> so for, for Twilight, for these particular flicks, I've been reading the work of other people who have really devoted mind. devoted their lives and their minds to contributing to IMDb's great library of synopsis. Nobody did that for this one. There's really just the one Did you try checking IMDb instead? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Instead of IMDb, which is what you said? No, <laughs> dude. It totally internet, called you out. Internet movie data vase. <laughs> uh, it is like, it's like a vase. It holds because it Because the true movies bloom out of this vase. It holds <laughs> all the data. Anyway... Nobody did that for this one. Man, it was really, Wait, really? It was really just the like the one synopsis. Because they were that all Summit just blown submitted. away. <laughs> um, let me double check because I could be lying to you. Oh no, there were some, but there's one that's better, and it's a review. Somebody oh. went to the review section. Great, and they wrote a synopsis as their review. <laughs> this just, is from IMDb user 
Hati Setinaz. Oh, this is going to be a good review then. Have you vetted this? I have vetted this. March 31st, 2013. Hati writes, Spectacular, a film. <laughs> Breaking Dawn is a fantasy film, although it's also a love story. It sure is. The film stars Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, and Taylor Lautner. It is the story of Bella and Edward get married. Bella becomes pregnant. There have two children, impossible. Because Edward is vampire, Bella is... <laughs> because Edward is vampire, Bella is human. Bella will remain weak during pregnancy. In spite of everything, Bella gives birth to a child. Their child's name is Ronisme. <laughs> it is R-O with an umlaut. N-E-E-E-S-M-E. <laughs> Their child's name is Ronusme. <laughs> Bella dying, Edward converts vampire of Bella. <laughs> In a sorenousmay, Irina informs the Volturi. They decided war. <laughs> Alice saw future. They don't war. Wait. They live happily forever. In my opinion, the film is a gripping and spectacular. You should watch. <laughs> Who's Irina? Who's this character, Irina? That's it's Maggie cousin. Grace. Oh, it's Maggie gosh. Grace, the daughter I, from Taken. I, wow. Oh, oh, we couldn't have written something better than that. So thank you to you. So let's talk about, I mean, this is mostly mostly a synopsis of Breaking Dawn 1 and 2, where we really need to get into, and I'll read it again. The part two is, Irina Sauron news me. <laughs> Irina informs the Volturi. They decided war. Alice saw future. They don't war. They, don't they war. live happily forever. The film is a gripping and spectacular. You should watch. <laughs> it sounds like the lick this if you cry every team. Yes. Yeah, yes. They don't fall. <laughs> oh my goodness. So the first thing that happens in this movie, we pick up right where we left off with Bella's red Literally. eyes opening. Literally. Well, but first we go through a mm, four and a half minute opening title sequence. So from a motion graphic standpoint, that's a very cool title sequence. I thought it was pretty cool. It's so long. And it it's is like, pretty long. This doesn't feel like it fits with the other Twilights because we've never had that before. And it's the same director as part one. It is? Yeah. Breaking Dawn part it feels one. Feels like a completely different movie. Same guy. I mean, not that it was a high bar to shoot for in the first place, but uh, you want to know something though? What? I think I found my happy place. You did? I the think happy so. place I found in part one? I think so. Oh, good. There was a. I don't know what it was, but just in watching this movie, it was like the freedom of having given up mm. allowed me <laughs> to like see through the veil. Yeah. And I, my eyes were opened to really the same thing over again, but I just laughed a lot more this time. Good. I'm so glad. I laughed basically from start to finish. <laughs> totally changes the experience. It really does. It's, it's absurd how awful this one is. <laughs> Do we get to talk first about how she's discovering what she's capable of? Yeah, please. Yeah, let's do that. Um, a dump immediately. You have a fresh born baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. both parents have just left to go learn how to be a vampire. Mm -hmm. yep. like you, left, you left peace. Your biggest responsibility at home to have this sequence. This like give me a kiss on the head. Yeah, or anything, anything. She like, actually anything hasn't, other than all she says. She's is, never held her, right? She holds her she when she comes. Has back. she even seen her? No, she hasn't. She says, "Where's Ronus me?" And he's <laughs> like, "She's with my sister." And she's like, "Good enough for me. I'm hunger." So, like, I gotta go eat myself a wall climber. The <sighs> the vampire effects mm -hmm. in this are laughably bad. At their series worst. Like, series worst vampire effects, when Kristen Stewart is climbing the mountain to eat that backpacker, is the most unintentionally funny thing I've seen in one it's of our movies. It's really bad. And they decide now, anywhere and at any distance that the vampires move, it's going to be that fast. It's light speed, thing. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's irresponsible. So it starts, they're going to hunt a deer, right? Yep. So it's it's very much the beginning of the new God of War game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it's yep. pretty much that plot. It's pretty much on that out. the yeah. rest of the time. You got to um, carry Ronusmi to the highest peak. Yes. She's about to jump on the deer, drink some deer blood. And then she sniffs, sniffs, sniffs. Uh-oh, climber. A rock climber. And then just get, decides to go chase him. She's a newborn. We've, we've learned newborns yeah. very strong. And she's just like, Bleh! 
And then yeah. they can't, she can't control her thirst because she's a newborn. But then she just can. She just can. And that's why Bella is what's called a Mary Sue in yeah. fiction. We've talked about Mary, Mary Sue's on the show before. A Mary Sue is somebody who every time they try anything at all, they're just the best at it. Yeah. And it's really, really common in young adult fiction for your main character to be a Mary Sue. Uh, uh, Paul Walker's a little bit of a Mary Sue in Fast and Furious because he's yeah. just this guy who's he's great at everything. And Jack he never of all has trades, to actually try at anything because he's all. so good at everything. Yeah, that's good. But uh, she doesn't eat the hiker and instead uh, eats the cougar that was gonna eat the deer. Yep. Yeah. So it's like you guys ever watched Kristen Stewart body slam your high school mascot and then eat his blood? <laughs> We were. <laughs> what would that scene have been with your high school mascot? An eagle. Ooh, Dang, that would have been cool. Real high. That would have been neat too. Mine's a badger. <laughs> so she would have lost that fight. Yeah. Well, I just I want to see the badger just, hunting a deer. Imagine Kristen Stewart just diving headfirst into a badger hole. Yeah. <laughs> just like arms straight ahead of her. Just <laughs> and she's into like, the dirt. it tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> it's what a strange way to open this flick. I don't like. Renesme face. Oh, are we talking about that already? Are I mean, we going there? About it. we're about to see baby girl when she gets back home. All right, Wait, this is my who? super dump for this Renews movie. Renews me. Renews me. Renews CGI face is my super dump. <laughs> it is the most baffling movie decision <laughs> I have ever experienced that? in my whole life. They wanted the baby to look like a mixture of Kristen Stewart and the actress who plays older Renews me. There's no to which reason. I say no one cares at. Oh, no one no. ever has. Every baby looks the same at first. Let yeah. any baby play it. And then toddler Ew. is still nasty CGI face. I mean, it is just <laughs> in a in a series full of the worst decisions I've ever seen. This one takes the cake. Yeah, this is I, hands down the worst decision. I well, I was was it your super dump too, Dush? No, it is not my super dump. The I, fact I that, was in awe. The fact that this exists in a movie and it is not my super dump. I think speaks to the quality of this particular film. There is just so strange. Everything else from this movie will fade from my memory, but I will never forget this face. The I don't CG know. It's baby face. And I've got a dump too on the the, the continued Jacob Renuzme relationship. It's so yeah, strange. no, it's gross. Yeah, I don't like nasty. it. It really is. I don't think I've seen anything like that. Um, and when Jacob reveals that he has given Renuzme a nickname, that that's like I didn't realize that that was like some form of a trope until it happened. And then I was like, oh, I hate when this happens. But I don't know how to define it, but just this like, oh, but Nessie's going to, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like that whole thing drives me nuts. Also, it should be Noosie, right? (laughs) Also, Renesme is a bad name. Nessie is the worst nickname for that bad name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really bad. Oh, my goodness. I have a quick question. Okay. Do you think Kristen Stewart is better at being a vampire than just being plain old Bella? Actually, I do. I do think so. Same here. Yeah. Actually, I do. I think that Same here. this is her at her series best. Yep. Is it a good performance or is it just the role has been rewritten? You know what I mean? Like the parameters of her role are now <laughs> redefined to better accommodate what she's actually good at. I, I think that's know. probably it. There's um, still a little bit of me that's like, because I'm probably biggest team Kristen Stewart of You're the three of us. apologist. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just kind of a, I don't know, it's it's more out there. So it feels like that's acting. Whereas if you right. kind of take, if you lean back into something like, like just being real. a shy, semi-depressed uh, goth type girl, it's like, it's it's harder to see someone pull that off than trying to be like half monster fight through that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I think that her as, it seems like she may be, is able to take control of situations a little more in this movie, which yeah. she felt less like second fiddle to Edward yeah, in this movie than any other one. Yeah, for I sure. Guess, I think so. They got so, some pretty awesome fight dance later too. Well, Real quick, wanna... we're, we're <laughs> what, probably 15, 20 minutes into our hour 50 minute movie at this point? Or yeah. did you guys say 20 minutes? What is Kristen Stewart? Uh, who's the protagonist? What do they want? And what is blocking that goal? There's not really a protagonist. There is only a response to the antagonist in this movie. There is there is nothing we are working towards except not having the bad thing happen. We have a random connection at a wedding <clears throat> to see that somebody's pretty pissed about Laurent, their boyfriend, getting killed. And I'm not a fan of final chapter um, complication reveals. So, like, I don't like that we're in the fourth movie in this season and just now are like, oh, we should have mentioned this earlier, but children... 
are kind of frowned upon in the vampire community. Yeah, that like, was come deep, on. There were yeah. some parts of it to where that was. There were some cool things about it. That was like a like you turn. It's, it's kind of a question that you normally wouldn't think to ask, but they kind of went out of their way to answer it. Like, I actually yeah. love the idea of developmentally, like you stop. So like they're still throwing if it's tantrums. A kid, yeah, they're still yeah. throwing tantrums, and they're but just their bad tantrums news. can level cities. But yeah. homie, I hope that little kid doesn't. Who knows what's going to be ingrained in his mind on that set? Uh, like, can we put the ketchup yeah, around your mouth? And the, here's all the dead bodies for real. Yeah, that's kind of a yucky. Kind of feel sorry for him. <laughs> real, but and they throw him on the fire. But anyway, all that to say, yeah. that's a <laughs> yeah, that that's a awful. little that's a plot check. Yeah, uh, I'll be doing those periodically through this movie. Just okay, good, just to you. help you guys. No, thank help you. Help you guys. Help me figure out. <laughs> What is going on? Plot check. Um, so in addition to leaving to hunt without their newborn baby, they also leave to go check out their new Hansel and Gretel cottage. Yeah. And then same night, or sorry, next morning, it is revealed that they're planning to move. So here's my question. Mm. Why give them a cottage? Maybe they're like in 100 years, we'll come back here to this one. Well, that is kind of what they say, but still. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it's stupid. And it's- we get... Yet another long, drawn-out Wii Sports session. Yeah, and what yeah. they've done too, though, like with the cottage and then when we see Vampires of the World, is they've decided to make the world too big too fast. Yeah, yes. There was no build-up to all the extra stuff, except for some of our family being at the wedding, right? Yeah, And then that makes sense. they put all of this on us at once. And I was trying to think, I mean, does Return of the King do this to an extent, and why was it better? More than just the obvious things. But, like, Return of the King introduces a lot of new things in the Lord of the Rings series. I think Return of the King works because those things things aren't coming to us. We're going to those things. You know what I mean? Like, Lord of the Rings is a journey story. Right. And so so we're we're going to these things, so it's going to be way different. But, you know, like, we're not going to see the same kind of people that we saw in the Shire at the gates of Mordor. Yeah, and I guess a lot of yeah, the a, a lot of the history in that fiction world is talked about throughout the earlier films. It's being yeah. established. Yeah, now, it's a it's a geopolitical it, history. It, and it was and it kind of felt like that though to me. And it's not to bash Lord of the Rings by any means, but it was just like, where else have I seen something like this to kind of put together this random army with different skill sets to take on sure. the ultimate evil. You know, it was it was very interesting. Now what I do want to talk about with the cottage real quick before we move on too fast it was fully furnished, and they just got it that day. Yeah. So, um, Alice and Jasper, like, for sure murdered the original occupants of that <laughs> cottage. Did they just steal all the stuff? or or That's the thing, because Carlisle has been a vampire for, like, 150 years, so he's got lots of the dollars. But did he just go spend, like, hundreds of thousands of them at one time and just be like, yeah, it's on my, it's on my nah, Discover card or whatever? they just murdered, like, an old couple that lived <laughs> you really in the as, as long as they don't drink their, their as long as they didn't drink their blood, then it's cool. I mean, yeah, I'm, it's not, I'm, I'm not happy the they did it, problem. honestly. It's totally fine. Maybe, I, the, maybe the old couple was, like, real racist. Prob- maybe. That could have killed could have been it. Eat them up. Yeah, could have been it. Um, can we talk about, yes. maybe, maybe what's next is, I, I kind of pump on them teaching her how to act like a human. No. Teaching Bella how to act like a human? I kind of do a little she's bit. She's been a human for 18 years. She doesn't need help? No, 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 no. Well, it's because she's having to like harness all this new stuff. But they're telling her like, remember, humans breathe like this. Remember, humans don't full speed, light speed sprint across. Right. Well, like, these are all things that. in our subconscious. To be fair, have <laughs> you ever walked into a conversation being like, yeah, I need to remember to breathe? No. That's the th- like, she has to do that now. So right. I'm, a poly- I'm, a, I'm playing both sides. Like, she sure, has to do you. that now, but, but it is stupid. But my problem is like, Everything that she has to do is not like, here, sit down, let me teach. She's not an alien that you're trying to make fit in in public. That's fair. Their advice is basically like, move slower. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I had a real problem with that scene. I I didn't. And I know that you but liked I it. See where, I do. I completely see where you're coming from. I guess it gave us a chance to be like, it was more of the... Not the lore, but it was kind of like, what had they been living through? Like, and, yeah. these are things that we've had to think about for a long time. Yeah. This whole time you've been like, I love Edward. I want to be a vampire. Well, stuff comes with that. <laughs> Which they don't make it as much negative stuff as what. So if this is a big dump for me. If all this stuff is happening and they and both Edward and Bella end up loving it so much and it's the best thing that they could have ever done for each other, then why was Edward so concerned for four movies? Exactly. Exactly. Now There's the Charlie no stuff was tough. The Charlie like, stuff was, I was yeah. she was going to have to lie to him, but as we find Which out in this movie no is, sense. what we find out in this movie is it's okay. 
everybody will be fine. Yep. Yep. Now, one one thing <laughs> before we get there, one because that's <laughs> to that, the is, end. that is no, that's next. That's next with Charlie. The the oh oh, oh I thought you meant there yeah. there when we okay. oh no no, no. Yeah, yeah okay but. One thing that I do want to talk about is like how cool it is that or during that scene when she was learning how to be more human, yeah. that they just like blared ABCs by the Jackson 5 as loud as possible. <laughs> just like, you the I think it was so, it was so perfect cool. that I didn't notice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Go back. It's I was amazing. like, is this, is this Guardians of the Galaxy? Because I love it. Oh, it's so good. I Suicide hope, Squad. I hope Please. dancing outside the window. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, so... Uh, basically next, Edward, sorry, Jacob, interchangeable. Jacob is like, I have to keep you here, Bella. I'm going to go find out a way to make that happen. And then the way he does that is strips nude in front of Bella's dad and werewolves. My super pump. It was kind of funny. It It was kind of absolutely hilarious when he takes all of his clothes off. (laughs) But the wolf transformation here actually looks like a werewolf transformation. It doesn't look like a wolf explodes out of a Taylor Lautner exoskeleton. Yeah. Like his muscles start to change shape under his skin and it looks nasty and it looks stupid, but they're trying for the first (laughs) time in this entire series to make these werewolves look like they're turning into wolves. See, I also think it was funny. I'm with you on that. Like it was a goofy scene and I laughed out loud at her dad's reaction. I just have so much issue with the logic here. There is none. I know. Well, it's, it's so it's, weird. It's more about him just having his shirt off again than anything. Which, I, I really mean, think that's what it yeah. is. <laughs> and I'm not going to get me complaining. I did pause it. Did you know, do you know which uh, movie of this series made the most money domestically in the U.S.? New Moon. I'm going to guess New Moon. You're right. It's the power of the first shirt reveal. Yeah. New Moon. It's that yeah. stupid thing because it was a majority Taylor Lautner. Yep. That's why this kept making money. Makes I me can, very angry. That is wild. New moon to me. And yeah, listeners, in case you are not clued in already, Carter really, really, <laughs> really hates Taylor. I feel Lauer. like Carter's made that pretty clear. <laughs> I know. But I feel like maybe if this is for some reason your first episode of this show. Yeah, Carter, I wanted how do you to feel make, about this boy. Yeah, I wanted that to I wanted to make that our new God has forsaken us. It's just Lautner. <laughs> just Lautner. It's a Lautner for me. It's a werewolf thing. You wouldn't understand. Oh, I face gosh. it. I am hotter than you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better in a bad way. <laughs> it really is. So, Man. so he he shows Charlie what he can what he got what he can <laughs> become naked, right? <laughs> oh, he does. He really does. And then he basically comes back and is like, "Handled it." <laughs> How did that handle it? Dude, what did it fix? Nothing. Because that, what does that have to do with Bella is my question. So, like, he yeah. reveals that he's a werewolf. And <laughs> yeah. then he's like, your dad's cool with you not being dead now. Everything's fi- fine. Like, the, what should have happened is tell your father you're a vampire. Yep. Yeah. Or yep. don't. Or don't. And do everything that you did the same. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, no reason the for war, Charlie to the know he's a vampire. He's a werewolf. Yeah, it's nothing. so dumb. And yeah, because just, they, they, they got her colored contacts instead of just having her tell her dad that she was wearing colored contacts. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Which, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. this was a point in the movie where I was like, rolling on my couch laughing. Yeah. So I had, I gathered a lot of enjoyment and poor Charlie, dude. I want to think he's smarter. I think he did a really great job in that scene of he, being torn. He did. Yeah. But but it's like, wow, you're growing up so fast. Like when he sees, yeah, that's dude, pretty come on, catch Well, on, I, I'll give him this. He does say like another thing that I can't know about. Like basically is like, yeah. I'm buying into the weird stuff. It's just, it's bizarre. It's and lazy. I don't, I don't think we need the wolf thing for that. No. It's, it's a little bit like, like Maslow's tool. Are you guys familiar with that? Like, kind of cognitive. Like, no, professor. The, the theory, or like <laughs> the the when all you have is a hammer, or when you are a hammer. Is that when the bell rings and the dogs drool? Exactly. When, yeah. When when you are a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think Jacob's one thing that he can do is take his shirt off and be a wolf, and so he's like, I fixed That's it. How I yeah. took my shirt That's off and I, I was a wolf to him. So well, like, he knows now. What would have made me really happy <laughs> is if he had come back and the Cullens are like. You did nothing. What did you just do? Yeah. Like yeah. if if there had been consequences for him jumping to that conclusion, I think I would have some like affinity for that part in the movie being like, okay, that's really good. But instead, it just does work for some reason. Yeah. 
I don't understand. I love so it. weird. Yeah, but oh, I yeah. don't understand. It's my the scene is my super pump of the, the reveal specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the fact that it happens is a dump. Yeah, it's a big, you know what I mean? big doo doo. But you know, what are you what are you gonna do? <laughs> what you could do? Watch a good movie? No. <laughs> Bella takes uh, renews me out into the woods. Renews me, and is seen by Irina from uh, about three quarter mile. She's a vampire, and she's just like. Oh, that's Irina. That's our cousin from Denmark or wherever. It's like Renu Sme, go get another snowflake. Okay. <laughs> like just like floating she float, in the jumps air. Like 30 feet. And then Irina's like, that's not a normal kid. Huh? <laughs> yeah. What? And then Bella's basically just like, hey. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, just trying to chase her down. She runs away, and then I was like, the weirdest thing happened in the woods today. Yeah. Somebody saw us and then walked away. It's just so so okay. This is where we're, our consequences begin. We're right? here. We're we're about 25 minutes into our podcast. We're about 40 <laughs> minutes into our movie. Plot check. Just a plot check. Who's the protagonist? What do they want? What's at stake? And what is keeping them from achieving that goal? Can we honestly answer any of those questions? I think we can confidently say Bella's the protagonist. I actually think I'm going to argue with you there. I think that this movie is. I think our heroes of this movie, our main characters, are the antagonists. From the from the from the textbook definition of antagonist is working against the protagonist. The protagonist has a goal, and okay. the protagonist, the only people with goals here are the Volturi. That's actually probably a fair way to look at it because the Volturi do grow and exhibit change. And our, our protagonists that we follow the whole movie are static. Yeah. So I, I really think that God, we are watching so a movie from the perspective of the antagonists. And the antagonists are the rule breakers, the ones who are shaking things up on accident and are <laughs> unwilling to change. This I'm is so sorry. So I have to, I'm, if, if I ever laugh randomly, I'm just thinking about things that are happening in this movie. <laughs> and we'll get to them later. It would not make sense for me to just jump in, but there's stuff I remember, and I just start laughing. It's been happening to me all day. We actually never covered Taylor's sandwich bite. Oh, oh my goodness, you guys. That, Taylor Lautner crunches what appears to be a sandwich <laughs> that's made of two pieces of white bread, <laughs> and it crunches. It crunches big. It reminds me a lot of when Paul Walker took the world's biggest bite of his sandwich so in that saying, Fast and Furious. I am saying, and I think we all know what I'm saying. Yeah. Taylor Lautner. Confirmed sandwich crazy. So sandwich crazy. <laughs> I mean, he I was takes, wondering. I felt like he was really trying to be in character, like for the first time, like method acting. Is like, how would a wolf? How would a wolf bite a? Sandwich? How would a? How would a dog bite a? Sandwich? Man, if only I had been able to. Book that he's Burger finally King putting those commercial. jaw muscles to legitimate work. You know? Talk about talk about unnecessary scenes. It it lasts all of one second. And I it think, adds nothing. I think it Why has always been. I think it's always been his lifelong dream to eat a sandwich on camera. That's why he auditioned for the Burger King commercial. Oh, and his dreams were blocked. If he had by Burger if he King, had dropped he's it like and, he's like in your face, Burger in King. In your face, Burger King. I'm gonna eat a white bread sandwich and I'm gonna crunch it so hard that you think it's one of your good whoppers. If he had dropped it, turned around, and throat chopped Edward, it would have been everything he cares about. That altogether. would have been the, an, an example of every life stage of a Taylor Lautner, which is, of course, first karate, then Burger King, then Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's his Pokemon evolution. So good. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, Kara Taylor. Ooh. Uh, Wap Burger. Kara <laughs> Taylor. Wapner. Get out of here. It's just bad. It's really bad. <laughs> so um, basically, Volturi are like, no, we can't have none of that. And then the Collins are like, it's time for us to come up with a game plan. <laughs> but speaking of time to do things. Hang on. Just time to do things. Time, let's just check back in with our plot check. This is, this is 45 minutes into the movie. If the Volturi are the protagonist, they don't show up for the first half of the movie. That's correct. We've been half of our movie completely untethered from any sort of narrative structure. Well, technically, watching things just happen. They show up on screen, but they don't show up until like the last 20 minutes. We don't feel the influence of the protagonist in our narrative until over halfway through. But before I was so rudely interrupted, I was saying something, and that something was, speaking of time to do things. <laughs> speaking of it. <laughs> it's time to head on over to our favorite little corner. Shout announcements! Shout announcements! You're gonna start just completely yeah. cutting this part out. 
So in this week's shout announcements, we want to start out by thanking some of our favorite people, and that would, of course, be Wax Space and Tyler Station. Thank you so much for letting us thank you. use your space, use your situation, and, and your use station. your room. Even your though you're station. Even though you're spooky, we are still thankful. Yeah. It's either this or the street. And man, that's true. That's so true. Can you imagine how loud those cars would be on these microphones? Right by a dart station. It would be a lot of bells. We also want to say thank you to Podbean. We pay you money. We put stuff on you. Podbean. I see you you looked up their their slogan. (laughs) Their slogan. It's their actual slogan. You pay us money, you put stuff on us. You put stuff on us. There it is. (laughs) Uh, also want to give big chunky shout outs to Ben Trotter, Elise Evans, Jordan Green, and at Call Me a Smark on Twitter. Thank you guys, each of you, for interacting within the last 24, 48, 72 yeah. hours with yeah, us. Yeah, you guys rule so much. You guys rule so much. And you and all the people like you who are listening and watching these movies along with us, this is awesome. It's so fun to be a part of a community of people that are listening to the same things and watching the same things. So this is cool. This is great. I actually, I, I just thought of this. I, I was texting with Will Rays earlier today and he told me, uh, I, I was saying to him like, dude, we need to get together. It's been a long time. He was like, I hear you, but it feels like we hang out all the time. Oh, dude, that's so cool. I know. He was like, I listen to you guys so much. It fe- and he told me that he literally went back and watched some movies because we were reviewing them. And he was like, I hadn't watched them in forever. I went back and watched them. That's so fun. There's been a handful it. of people Hopefully that I have heard have, have yeah. kind of used us as a um, commentary as they're going through a series. Well, yeah. again. And if we're making people want to watch movies, that's literally yeah. the greatest thing I can think of. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And it's such a cool season right now to get that much feedback. And then, like, before I ask for more subscribers, I want to thank those that are subscribed now. Oh, my goodness, um, yes. Just today, like, it's it's fun. Like, it means a lot to us. Like, we'll message each other throughout the day. We probably communicate in some form every day. Yeah. At least about the podcast or following how many downloads. But this was our highest downloaded day um, that we've had. And it's so cool to continue. Ever. To continue to see progress. Yes, ever. Um, not just in this month or the last 30 days, but since day one, which has been over a year. Yeah. And we're just in our prime. And it's really awesome. And so with that, for those of you that are subscribed, if you're enjoying it, we would love for you. We know that a lot of you are influencers and you've got a lot of a lot of people around you. Like, let them know about it. Yeah, we need um, you. And that's what these shout outs are for too, or for those of you that are, it means a lot to us um, because just a word of mouth thing right now, especially with the core that it seems like we've built with the amount of people that are actually downloading this. Like, I know that if, if you just tell more people, it's just going to pay it forward. And so we're so excited for that. And yeah. if you can do that, subscribe, rate and review. Um, the rate and review part is just as easy as subscribing. And so we've gotten some more reviews. So thank you so much from last week. Yeah. Um, we're up to, I think like 81. And so the goal is 200 by the end of this year. Uh, because within that two-year time frame, we're going to have the opportunity to be Rotten Tomatoes critics. That's one of the things that you can have on the resume um, along with everything else that we're doing right now. And yeah. so that would be just another huge thing. And, and for real, like... <clears throat> Please like subscribe, rate, and review. It would, mean, so awesome. it would mean the world to us. Yeah. Yeah. So um, next, what we're going to do is this is really exciting. We're going to reveal our next series. And comes, this is the announcement part of shout announcements. Yeah. The announcement. No, no more <laughs> the, shouting. This is the announcement part. Yeah. And uh, we're so excited here. Oh. We literally are on the edge of our seats, but I'm going to keep you waiting for just a second. And I want to build some anticipation here. <laughs> and what I want to do is, Carter, without revealing anything, how excited are you for what's coming? Just sprinkle a little bit of that mystery hype Can I, like, on this. In being completely honest right now, so we like to plan ahead, like quite a bit ahead. And yep. so this was something that we had an idea for a long time ago. And it's in thinking about this and the fact that this is coming, like even months ago, there was a smile on my face. But now that it is almost here, it oh. is this feeling that I have. It's almost that's too much. Like, yeah, it kind of starts. I've got that know, feeling man. too, man. Yeah, yeah, like the butterflies and just like, just my face is getting warm. I am I am so very excited for this. And it snuck up on me because I was in this black hole that was Twilight yep. and didn't know there was anything past this. Well, then it's yeah. time to climb out. Let's go. And here's the crazy thing. This is actually genuinely very crazy. It's insane. Yeah. Carter doesn't know that we're not doing the thing that he thinks we're doing Wait, next. Wait, what? Yeah, Carter. He's this finding is a surprise this out live right out now. On air. This is a surprise for Carter. We're doing a mini-series right after Twilight yeah. designed with Carter in mind. Doge, why don't you tell him what it is? What is happening? Carter, for the next three weeks, we're going to be spending extended time, not with the series that you think that we're doing, but in a series that we've put together <laughs> that is called Thanks, Thanks a, a Lot. And we are taking a deep dive. It's a journey through the life and times of, of one karate Taylor legend, Lautner. Taylor Lautner. No! No! <laughs> 
wait, guys. Yeah. Hey, man. Guys, no. Yeah. Are y'all serious right Very now? Very serious. Hey, man, here's a graphic no. for it. <laughs> This is real. It takes a lot. Like, it's like Lautner. Yeah. Yep. There's three? There's three. Yep. We're, we're hitting three of the biggest highlights from his film career. Oh, no. Starring roles, Carter. Yep. This is all this for is you, buddy. So Carter, weird. we did this for you. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this is so weird. My emotions right now are as if I've won an award. <laughs> but I'm, like, excited because it's going to be funny. But I'm also so bummed. <laughs> We have been planning this for quite literally months. Since Are you serious? Since before we when decided we, we were doing Twilight. When we had our Hallmark meeting at the restaurant oh. and we had burgers, you left before us and we sat and planned this after you left. God, I'll never leave before you again. <laughs> this, okay, Casa de Chunk, guys, doesn't have AC. <laughs> I am in a pool of my own nervous sweat right now. We're doing a Taylor Lautner series. We're doing a Taylor Lautner We're series. Doing a Taylor and it's Lautner called series. Thanks a lot. It's so good that y'all didn't tell me about this. Oh, guys, we know. <laughs> yep. This is a real reaction. I hope it comes across on the recording. <laughs> y'all got so pumped, and I thought it was gonna be something so cool. <laughs> okay, cool. It's gonna be a roast. <laughs> I have to prepare my heart for this. <laughs> wow, y'all set that up so good. <laughs> Before this, Jordan was like, hey, Carl, I need you to get real pumped about the next series that we're doing, which I thought that's what it was. You oh, have my goodness. Betrayed so me. Keep your eyes peeled on our social media. We're going to be putting out some series art for Thanks A Lot, as we're well as announcing oh, what the movies are, God. as well as the release schedule. Uh, we're really, really excited about this one. I think this is going to give us a really great opportunity to try and understand why Taylor? Because oh. I think that's the biggest question in all of our minds after Twilight, Is right? Why? why? Why Taylor? Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. And and where did Burger King go wrong? Exactly. Did Was Burger King trying to save us? Mm. Find oh, all of that out no. and more when we begin. Thanks a lot. Next week. <laughs> we have to develop a new rating system. <laughs> it's like weapon. Like, It'll be the Burger King menu. Musical weapon. Oh. I give this one a Whopper. This one's a Whopper. It's, a bur- it's the Burger King menu. This is a burger. This well, is a chicken fry. That was it for our most exciting segment ever of... I'm, I'm done. Enjoy the rest of this episode with just the two of you. Guys! Hey, listeners, it's just me, Jordan, and Doge and here me. in the studio. Uh, we're recording kind of a uh, meta narrative in between podcast segments because Carter literally just stood up and walked outside into the 35-degree weather because he was sweating so much. And now he's back in the room, and we're back. No, no. <laughs> Let's talk about this live. We're going to make a deal. <laughs> we're going to talk about this live and make a deal on air. Because you've done this to me, and you've put three more Taylor Lawton films <laughs> in my life, you have to do something with me for every one of those episodes. Okay. Every one of those episodes... None of us wears a shirt. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. All right. We're we just record without our shirts. We record shirtless. I'm in. Fine. I'm still down. Just to like, you know, I'm just get ready. In. To live in that Taylor space. Shirtless. I'm completely in. Shirtless and eating Burger King. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Fair. It stinks because you also are making me have this other half of Taylor Lautner of this movie. <laughs> like it's three and a half. Guys, this <laughs> stupid podcast is doing eight Taylor Lautner movies. <laughs> That's as long as the Harry Potter series. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> so bad at y'all. Okay. <coughs> so, All right. We got to talk about the rest of this Taylor Lautner movie before we can hit the other T lots. So. so the vampires do some stuff. <clears throat> We're back. Okay. There, here it is. The vampires formulate their plan to reach out to their vampire friends mm-hmm. and get eyewitnesses yeah yeah really to they're say, trying no to, she's fine yeah they're trying to record we eat the world <laughs> and they're getting all of the vampire <laughs> celebrities got, of the world we they eat got, the world we eat the world Paul she's McCartney. a regular children <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean it, it, it takes a long time remy malik's in this yeah he's in yeah. this one Kind of weird. You know, there's a lot of parts that are weird to this. And I'll say my super dump mm. is that 
in this just random collection of these different family members and just different people, they have given me so many more plots that I feel like would have been better than this one. Yep. That's the cardinal sin. Every single Twilight movie has had a B plot, C plot, D plot, a Z plot that is more interesting than our A plot. Every this Twilight is movie full of them. All this did was completely like backfire. Yeah. The guy who Pace, who was in the, the like American, every war. The American Lee Pace yeah. is my super pump. Really? Okay. Because thinking about his character and how interesting he would be got me through the second half of this movie. You have to do a lot of thinking about how interesting he would be, though, because it was offensive to me how much they don't give him. Right. Like, yeah. they put him here, and really all we know is he fought in a lot of wars, he hates British people, and he He's wants to play Wii Sports one. with Shockwave. Yeah. You know, it's like so Shockwave strange. the vampire. Oh, I've got names for a lot of them. Oh, so, that makes you really Tyra happy. Fangs. That's the yeah. one that can make okay. you. Oh, so good. <laughs> She's the one that can make you have any kind of reality through your eyes. Tyra Fangs. It's so bad. Like it was X Men type stuff. It right? really you was. You remember how like that, where did thing. the superpowers come That's from? That's it. Like these vampire stuff stopped being things that would be like even remotely plausible for a vampire. I guess it really, really did feel like they're just the X Men. Yeah. He's an X Man who can manipulate the elements. The elements. Freddie Mercury has the most. Insane vampire powers every time. It's just so amazing. It's so amazing, and they, and they've got all these different stories. And the guy, I mean, it's it's they plucked them from everywhere. It was like, yeah. I, don't I recognize like almost every one of these people? The, because the ice truck killer is the guy yes. from Dexter. Yes, who yeah. is like Remy Malik's? No, 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 he's not. He's there's so many. This yeah. is kind of what it was yeah. like to so try the, and talk the, about the, the blonde Transylvanian one, like mm-hmm. the younger of the two, I, is the bad guy from Max Keeble's Big Move. Really? Oh my he's the goodness gracious. <laughs> Who's afraid of the frog? Yeah, he's Trevor McGint. No. McGinty. McGinty? Yeah. Yeah. The ones that are basically Dracula. They're yes. like from, yeah. Yeah. That, that, in a movie characterized and defined by its own stupidity, those guys are so stupid. They're bad. Like, that's so dumb, y'all. I do love the idea of the Volturi having kicked out sort of like the OG vampires from their home. That's interesting to me. I absolutely hate that. Really? To me, it's like, if you're going to do that, like, we can't, like, if you want to tell that Volturi, like, political vampire power struggle story, I'm really in for that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's got to be your A plot, though. Like, the fact that it's just here, like, they offhandedly mention it in the part two of the last installment. Yeah. It's like, you're wasting No, we've got to be on on the same page here that all of these were wasted potential stories, but I'm just saying... That's an interesting That's one. That's an interesting Those story. Those two yes. had such a weird, like, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern vibe. <coughs> yeah, really did. It was so strange just to me. Vampire Timon and Pumbaa. Out it was, of yes, nowhere. I thought yeah. of that duo as well. Completely out of nowhere. And then they just leave yeah. later, too. Yeah. Because no one's getting killed. Yep. So weird. Then we've got the vampirish <laughs> from Ireland. From Vampireland. So good. <laughs> oh, my god. But goodness. then it's like, yeah, they don't worry me as much as the... what They were basically like the homeless ones? The, the, the nomads? The nomads, yeah. Or like the wanderers or whatever. No, I laughed out What's loud. What's nomadic about urban outfitters? When they showed the <laughs> Irish vampires, because I was like, you can tell he's Irish because of the hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the Irish hat. It's- and whatever hat you're picturing, you're probably right. <laughs> Is it... Plaid. Yep. Is it tartan? Yep. I know that's an Irish. That's a kilt, right? There's I don't like know. Pattern. Is it the Dude, kind of hat that a paper that boy would wear? Yep. Yep. Is that Ireland? That's the Irish one. Mm-hmm. And then there was a couple that was like a rock and roll. <laughs> well, one that I don't, yeah, I, don't, I didn't remember seeing them. I really didn't. But anyways, everybody gets together, has a real, real, real nice vampire weekend. And uh, there it is. Man, I knew. Sounded like you were about to, you were doing the Macarena. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Uh, Did you guys notice they get the number of vampires wrong in the dialogue of this movie? (laughs) No, whenever, whenever Lee Pace, Lee Pace is the last one. No, no, no. The vampire who looks like, who looks like Jesus, who leaves. (laughs) Oh, does he ever do anything? No, he does nothing at all. But okay, he, he was in Across the Universe. When he comes, when he comes to the house, they're like, and this makes 18 vampires. He's the 19th one to come to the house. <laughs> like, and the thing too how is How do like, you mess that <laughs> up? <laughs> well, they're 18 and a half. They're not counting counting Bella. Well, no, she would be. She is a vampire. 
Maybe they're maybe they weren't counting renews. Are you me counting Taylor? Renews me. Who knows? <laughs> it's just weird. But even then, why would you say eighteen? Why like why would you make the count? It's because bizarre. of the count. I see it now. Okay, it makes all it all makes sense. <laughs> Fun. Okay. You know who would be great at correcting us on that counting Three. thing? It, it's actually the 20th vampire, and he's just a, a Muppet. <laughs> and no, Sesame Street. The he's count. like, yep, the Jim count. Hansen. Either way. Juan. I'm, that's it for me. I'm, no, I'm, I thought oh, you were going to so say much something. more ground to cover. No, I don't have anything else we to gotta say. We got to go to the mountaintop. Oh, yeah, Jasper and Alice just build. They bounce. And apparently they have a... Got a, they got a passport guy, and his whole. Th- Did you notice what Jacob's last name yes! was on his passport? Yes, it's my super pump. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's last name is Wolf, <laughs> with an E, as if that makes it less obvious. <laughs> Jacob's last name on his passport is Wolf, super pump. <laughs> and it was also a super pump, legitimately, because I thought this would be the last of Taylor Lautner. And that was like his going away party. It wasn't. Surprise. For multiple Anyways, reasons, it that's was the not. super pump. But uh, oh this guy my. is just like cool with them being ageless vampires. They come back and the game plan is, good thing you got those passports because if the fight does happen, go ahead and bring your newborn daughter to the fight. And then if the fight does happen, run away with her. I, mean, right? I guess they needed to have the proof. Like they thought she was their strongest play. Like the best card. Sure. So they need to at least have her there for that. Sure. So that that's what I thought. But I was also kind of like, hmm. So, so if she wasn't there, was it inevitable that they would fight? I don't know. Maybe. They show up at the mountaintop for the fight, and there are 19 vampires and some wolf wolves, and then about mm, 1,000 Volturi. There were a lot. That line is huge. There were the 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 kind of like eagle eye view that we have when we pull back makes it way less cool looking. Yep, it because just it's, looks like there's like collection of dirt. Here. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> it's a massive like <laughs> just this massive snowfield, and this was a few it's years. Like the, Eighty people total. What's with the chimp and the bug? Yeah, <laughs> like, this is this is a few years. I think maybe one year, one or two years after we saw the Battle of Hogwarts. It was like, yeah. it was great. When we zoom out and we see the scope and the scale of that, and then we we see this from the sky and there's there's like 25 people having a yeah. disagreement. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to commend the fantastic work that Dakota Fanning does in this film. <laughs> um, Dakota Fanning <laughs> has not even one line. She has one word in this entire movie. Pain. 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 She walks like a wet linguine. Ew. That sounds like lyrics from like a like a, <laughs> like 70s, a Counting Crows song. That was about to say like a seventies punk song. Yeah, but she does every time she walks. It's forward and then back a little, then forward and then back a little, like, like a forward and like a squid pretending to be human. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Guys, like uh, Octodad or whatever that game is. <laughs> I've really, I've been trying to think of how do we go through this. Do we need to go through the movie right now as if we don't know what's going yes. to happen right yes, after? Yes, we do. Okay. So it's just so crazy because right off the bat, I mean, they burn up Homegirl and then Liam Neeson is just too far away to help with everything. <laughs> but they rip off her arms and her head because she's lied. Because they they see Renesme is actually have human. Who? Renusme. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Is half human. And by the way, Arrow is, he loves it. <laughs> hey, Carter, what does this laugh sound like? It's when something like that? this. But really, it's like though. it's Honestly, really, though, really bad. It is. <laughs> um, but stuff's going down. What Carlisle, Carlisle dies like to start first? Carlisle's head just gets ripped off with minimal just effort. Popped off like the Lego guys <clears throat> up in the air. This whole fight, all I could do is laugh, thinking vampires are rock'em sock'em robots, <laughs> dude. Just yes. do, 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 ding, and then they're dead. Yep. Yeah. It, it, every time a head got. Popped right off. I was giggling. Yeah. That's so funny. I think I'm starting to think a lot of that has to do with, do you think they did that effect? I don't know if it's described in the book that this is kind of what happens or do they actually say just rip the head off? I don't even remember. But this is, is this an effect that they added to make it PG-13? thing? I think so. Because if it was blood, it would be R. Like the goriest fight ever. It would be gory, but like other movies that have done it are like Yurik's 
Yurkai and goblins in Lord of the Rings had yeah. black blood. Yeah. Uh, Tarantino kept uh, one of the Kill Bills from being NC-17 because of a scene where people get massacred by just going to black and white in that mm-hmm. scene. Yep. Yeah. So there's just something about the color red that people are like, Rrr. it's a bad one. Real bad one. But um, you got wolves in, uh, I think Sam dies in this one. Um, the Sam dies. Sam dies. Um, most of the Cullens die. Most of the Cullens are dead. Jasper dies. Jasper dies. Um, and then my favorite part is when Freddie Mercury's like, double battle! And just <laughs> boom, hits the ground. And he's like, and like the whole world, <laughs> the whole world breaks well, in half. This is yep. interesting because what we find out is that Forks is over hell. It's over yeah, hell. Fair enough. The you lava go, is not too far you away. You got to go kids. down like 20 feet and then you're at magma. Yeah. Lava. It's like when the temple, of, it's like when the temple of doom. <laughs> no, no, no. That's in uh, Last Crusade, wherever they go in Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. And the the, the Temple earth, of the Grail. The yeah. earth just opens up and people just fall in never to come back. Y'all, we should do an Indiana Jones series. I love those movies. <laughs> anyway. Why don't we do, let's just do that next. No, no we got, we got we something got else important plans. next, I think. What is it? Oh, thanks a lot. Oh, yeah. A Journey Through the Life and Times of Burgermaster and Karate Legend Taylor, Taylor Lautner. That's right. I forgot about that. That's true. We do have to do that. Wait, so y'all knew about that even when I was reading all that stuff about Burger King and... No, we had we no added idea. The Burger King Karate Master part, right? But I had no but idea. But you are using story. my own material in. If yes, you go I'm back using and listen to you. us losing our minds at how much you dislike Taylor Lautner throughout this series, it gets progressively harder the Ooh, more you talk crazy. about it. Crazy! It's like when you I'm watch Fight Club to think for about the second time. Yep. Oh wow! <laughs> it was a long play. <laughs> it really was. Yep. Freaking! We have a whole separate group message without you. We don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> that we was don't. a lie. <laughs> Ocean's three over here. <laughs> but uh, sorry, that was the most um, flirty laugh I've ever done on this show. <laughs> <laughs> laugh like Arrow then. Laugh like Arrow to get us back in. Ah! Okay, great. Now we're back in and Arrow's <laughs> laughing at all the people that are dying in this battle. He loves it's the bloodshed. Truly, so truly much does. Dying. And then it's just <laughs> not, huh? It's not. Hey, guess what, everybody? I figured. We're right here, and it's right now, and it's my super dump. Yeah. The fact, number one, it's a multifaceted super dump. Like a glass vampire face, if you will. Sure. <laughs> many facets, many surfaces. Lots of textures. Um, the, the number one thing that sucks just so much is the fake out. Vampires. Oh, yeah. The number one thing that sucks so much is the fake out. <laughs> that is abs- disrespectful. absolutely garbage. To present a... Final conflict that has stakes and that has like actual consequence, and then say, "Well, no, that didn't happen," is just the worst. It's cowardice. You know what I mean? Like, if you want that conflict, then commit to it. The second facet of this super dump is that the conflict is completely resolved, and nobody has to do anything. Yeah. Imagine we're watching Star Wars, the first one. We're in the theater in 1977 watching Star Wars. We get to the end. We get to the Death Star briefing. And they say, this is a hole small enough for a single man fighter. We can fire some proton <laughs> torpedoes in and ignite the main reactor core. But first, I'm going to Skype Grand Moff Tarkin and just see if he wants to call it off. Yeah. And they call him and Grand Moff Tarkin says, you know what? We actually don't really want to fire this laser <laughs> at you guys. And the rebels go, well, great, because we don't really want to fight you. Credits. Yeah. That's what this is. This is was like there, this is unbelievable avoidance of any kind of conflict. Yeah. Was there supposed to be some kind of like lesson from that? Or like um, a man, if more of the world would just agree and, and take the time to talk about it, I there wouldn't be a platitude war. in it. Well, let's not forget the timely arrival of our other oh half vampire, half human friend. Yeah. Who's like I've been alive for like 150 years, so... Bidehontis, dude? We're fine. Yeah, Bidehontis, very good. Uh, Yeah. And yeah, they're just still Native American... I don't know. They just kind of walk out. But they were from like like an Amazonian island, weren't they? I don't know. I don't know. But it's like you're half... You're half blood? Is how old? I stopped when I... It's like all these things that were just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I stopped when I was seven. Or yeah. after seven years, I was at I was full grown. Growth. And then I, I never like this. grew anymore. And I got perfect GPA. And I got star student so many times. I got everything I ever wanted. I listened Chris, to my Santa mom Claus a lot of times. Every day. And Santa Claus could exist in this universe. I hope so. Yeah, the whole thing is just... 
I don't know, like at this point, like I stopped laughing at it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I did not. <laughs> like I was very, very angry at this point. Uh, I had the blessing of already knowing that. Was I coming. had no idea this was coming, and I was so angry. Like this, I could tell by your message you said, <laughs> in our Slack. <laughs> I sent a very angry text message in our Slack. <laughs> uh, but like this, this whole thing, Breaking Dawn one and two, feels like an eighth grade creative writing project. Yeah. I, okay, I genuinely remember getting in trouble in first grade for turning in like a like a story like a, a one page story where the end was, and then I woke up and none of it was real. And my teacher wrote like, "You can do better than this." <laughs> no I, way. I vividly remember it. That's the thing. Like like this <laughs> this one in particular. Like they are all bad. This one in particular, Breaking Dawn, is about nothing. Yep. Nothing is at stake, and it doesn't even... It says nothing. It, it adheres to nothing that happens in the first three. Like, the first three, like, our conflict is completely resolved. Yeah. Our series meta-narrative of, I want to marry Edward and become a vampire, that is resolved in, like, the beginning of part one of this. Yeah. It could be... This could be a standalone movie called Protect That Baby. Yeah, genuinely. Like, this has no ties to the rest of Twilight, and that's why the X-Men superpowers feel super out of place. There is a complete... Not even a lack of competence to stick to any kind of narrative structure, there's an unwillingness to stick to narrative structure Ooh, yeah. of just like, no, yeah. we're just going to like show scenes of people doing stuff. And like, that's a good story. So the, you're going to love it. This feels the most like fan fiction of any of them. And, yes. I, and I think it's because of how schizophrenic the tone and the message yeah. of this movie is. Cause one second it's this and one second it's that. And one second it's this. And what like, it never sticks to one thing for any longer than a scene. Oh my goodness. Like I'm I'm genuinely getting heated, getting angry. It's because it's hot this. in this. Well, it's because it's hot in here, but like this is so frustrating. Like I, I don't know. You guys know this. If you've listened for a while, you know this. I'm like really, really passionate about story craft. Yeah. And like the 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 art and the the form the balance of the artistic and the formulaic in storytelling and the things that we can fall back on as these are the bones of a good story. And this frustrates me so much because it just completely avoids any kind of structure. It really still does. still laughed a lot, though, for me. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it was awful. But um, I giggled. One final pump that I'll do. There is something that is... I hate that it was in this medium, <clears throat> the medium of Twilight. But there is something about this, like, forever love between two people. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Like, they will have each other, like, years and years from now. If someone else is reading, like, you can just say they still love each other. Like, we can just assume they're going to live forever and love each other. So, I don't know. I, I kind of thought that was... I can get more with that. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's really sweet. But uh, the movie ends with us seeing a full-grown question mark renews me on the beach with Jacob and the family. Which brings up questions. Because Jacob wasn't older. Is it physical age? Is it mental age? What she makes a seven-year-old in an adult? Uh, what makes that not creepy? Well, nothing. Fair enough. Nothing makes it not creepy. Uh, the last thing is is Bella and Edward back in their field of flowers. Sure, because of course it is. And then um, she <laughs> she basically is just like, I want to show you this montage that I made you in my brain. <laughs> but he can't read her brain. So... No, that's her letting her shield down. Yeah. She let it like, down. that's her power. Her even superpower is shield. let it down? Yeah, her superpower is shield, so she unshields herself. First of all, convenient much. Yeah. Second of all... <laughs> it's pretty convenient. It was set to the most cliched song of all time. Dude, that song was written for this. No. Yep. It was. No. It was. Nope. I yep. knew it was. It was. I refuse to believe every that. Song, I was at... Every song in this movie was written for this movie. That song was written for this movie. This was the last ah! song. This was the last song that uh, is it. Caitlin Perry. What's her name? It's not Katy Perry. What's the name of the artist who sings that? Christina Perry. Christina Perry. I I she opened for Ed Sheeran one time when I saw him, and that was the last song that she did, and everybody went wild. And she said it was a song that she wrote for Twilight. That is insanity. Yep. But I. I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard because Kylie and I were just going back and forth <laughs> laughing about if, <laughs> if Bella had been like, Edward, I want to show you something. <laughs> oh! <laughs> just like, did just, you, but Edward, did you like it? Edward, did you like what I just did? Face. Yes. <laughs> 
She like crosses her eyes. She rolls her tongue. Like, I've been. <laughs> I really can do the clover thing. The the vampire <laughs> taught me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, she does laugh so her salt. <laughs> I, I almost landed. <laughs> that is funny. And then the movie's over and has the most busted end credits of all time. Yo, this is the weirdest thing. It's the credits for the whole series. It's everybody who has ever in ever any in Twilight any movie. Twilight. Yeah, with it the, has both Victorias. Yeah, with it really the, does. <laughs> when the movie stopped for me, I, I saw on that little bar at the bottom on Hulu that there was still like 15 minutes left or something. It's <laughs> like, what on earth? Is Are Nick these... Fury going to come ask him to join the Avengers? It's so crazy. Like, what's the after credit scene? But yeah, that was ridiculous. Because it's like saying like, let's pay homage to the greatest series of all time. Right. Yeah, it's Nobody's ever done it. Lord of the Rings it. didn't have that. Nobody did much. that. So uh, is it time to rate this movie? I'm Yay. so ready to rate this one. Well, we here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have perfected the art of movie rating using science. That's right, from school with the scientific cinema scale. And that is as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy Buy that that poster. poster. The next best thing, it's going to be buy it, followed by rent it, and then stream it. After that, it's going to be forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we can ever say about a movie. God God hath forsaken us. I'd like to go first. Okay. Stream it. If this movie was available to stream for free, and it is, and I was with a group of friends who just wanted to laugh at a bad movie, yeah, this would for sure be one of my top choices. We needed like a, an ironic tag for some of these ratings. This though. is definitely an ironic rating. It's an ironic stream because, it's, to be fair, it's not like not like other movies that you've given a stream to. No, not at all. But it, it's so bad that it circled back around for me, and and for I would I would stream it. Forget it. It's a forget it for me. Like I, it really is so crazy and it wasn't as bad as part one to me. And part one was like that perfect like B movie. Like it was just really bad. And I don't know. It's just, it's a forget it for me. It's not a rent it. I didn't enjoy it as much even though I was already in the happy place. I think for me it was just uh renews my face. I mean, so bad. Killed me. I loved it so much. And then Doge is buying the poster. So I guess that's all yeah, for I today. I guess that wraps us up. God hath forsaken us. Is that four out of five? No. That's Only three, three out of five. Yeah. Jeez. This this is... Offensive? Know that I don't say this lightly. This is without any shadow of a doubt the very worst movie I have ever seen in my life. There is absolutely nothing redeeming in this. If, you, ca- if you care about a compelling story, go somewhere else. If you want characters that you can relate to, go somewhere else. If you want anything other than people talking at each other with a camera pointed at them, go somewhere else. There is nothing redeeming in this entire movie. Damn. It's all, it's all uphill from here, guys. Can't absolutely. wait. Look what you've done to yourselves. Not to me. Right. You're giving us three more movies. Hey, that reminds me. Make sure you tune in next week for week one, movie one of our new mini series. Thanks, Thanks a, a lot. lot. Wait, I just realized I'm going to have to watch all of these. Yep. Yeah. That's what we do on this podcast. Yeah, we yep. do. Man. <laughs> Carter is having a rough time with this one. Yep. The movie that we're starting with is maybe the peak it's, of Taylor's it's career. Got, you guys know it's coming. It's got to be this one. It, there's no other option. Carter, do you want to tell them what we're starting with? We're starting with Shark Boy and Lava Girl. That is true. We are starting with that old chestnut. More like Shark Boy. <laughs> we're going to have to cut that. No, off. we're not. No, we're not. Oh, we're wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl, in which a young karate master befriends a woman made entirely. Of Molten Stone. I've never seen that movie. You're completely leaving out baby Reliant K Frontman main character. I've never seen this movie. Wait, really? Oh. How can you call yourself a Taylor head if you haven't seen this one? Because it's about hating him, not loving him. And if there's anybody that you love besides Taylor, I know it's George Lopez. And don't worry, we got some of him for you in this one. Yeah. He's in this movie. So make sure you tune in next week as we torture ourselves for your listening pleasure. (laughs) The definitive podcast review. Of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. This good is going to be our TSMR series. Wow, that was a that would have been a good name too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't change it. I think yeah. I know how we can close out the episode. Unless y'all had an idea. No, you deserve no. this. No, we'll give it to you. Okay, so 
It, Kill me. Very much, no. <laughs> uh, very much uh, in the theme of like the ending of this movie that we just reviewed, we pull away and it's just all in Alice's head, right? So, give me your name as we as we close it out and which movie would this have been? Like, put put that same situation in another movie. Like, but the actual ending, like the ending that we see that was actually in this movie but we're going to flip the script and say, actually, that was all a dream. And kind of give me your scenario. Not Alice with, with okay. Arrow, but something completely different. Okay. I'm Jordan. And at the end of the King's speech, the King wakes up and still has a speech. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm Doge. And at the end of Batman versus Superman, Mark Zuckerberg wakes up and goes, nah, Jesse Eisenberg in Social Network. I thought you were going to say, I wake up, and it's it never happens. <laughs> At the very end of Prince of Egypt, <laughs> Moses wakes up, and Pharaoh's like, yeah, I'll follow Jesus. Because <laughs> that's totally what Moses was asking, right? Yeah. Hey, follow you Jesus. Follow Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about him yet. Pharaoh, Nobody have, really does, but dude, you you're going to love this no, guy. I think dude. he's converted before he even has his people. Maybe it would have been better to be like, yeah, I'll let your people go. <laughs> Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.